Hi there and welcome to episode 147, I think we are, of the Writing Guy podcast. I'm Scott Keyes of the Writing Guy, helping smart professionals to find their voice, write human, and change the world with their words. So yesterday I had I had a beautiful day um, after dropping my daughter off at Bristol, uh, where she's been, um, she's basically coming to the end of her master's there in economics, having dropped her off. Uh, I sw- on the way back to London, I swung um, via Stonehenge. And if you can believe it, in my 62 years on the planet, um, specifically in England, uh, I've never, I've never been to Stonehenge before. And um, it was great because rather than paying the sort of, what I, what I consider the rather exorbitant 25 quid to get in, I just walked along the, the public footpath and that takes you within 100 metres 75 meters of the of the stones which was good enough for me um and um it, it it's really a truly inspiring place I mean, apart from the fact the, the weather yesterday was stunning and it wasn't that crowded either which was an added bonus and um you know it, it's an incredible monument it's a world heritage site uh, it was built uh, they estimate four and a half, five thousand years ago, two and a half thousand BC, um, a site of deep spiritual and astrological and astronomical significance. In that, the the heel stone, you probably know all this, but the heel stone uh, and the main sort of portal and the altar uh, are aligned on both the midwinter and the midsummer solstices. And the midsummer solstice is coming up in the next few days, 21st of June. Uh, and and can you imagine the the sophistication and the just the sort of ingenuity and the calculations required to get that alignment right year in year out for thousands of years for millennia? Um, it's pretty phenomenal, and and I'm I was in awe, I was awestruck by this by the monument. Anyway. Um, as you might expect of the writing guy, it got me thinking about language connected with uh, Stonehenge and sites of spiritual significance. Uh, so, you know, what is the origin of words like worship, reverence, veneration, and adoration? Where do they come from? So just to, just to look at worship to begin with, um, that's Trey, according to the... Uh, etymology online uh, website that comes that word comes from old english worship again forgive my 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 old english pronunciation it's not what it was uh, if you're an old english scholar please come and correct me i'd be delighted to uh, be you know to stand corrected uh, by somebody who really knows their stuff but um yeah so worship uh, comes from West Saxon or Old English. It's the condition of being worthy, also meaning dignity, glory, distinction, honour or renown. Um, and the sense of paying reverence, revering a supernatural divine being is first recorded in about 1300, as is the, the, the first use of or the first sense of it uh, or the first usage of it also meaning uh, an, on, an honourable person. Uh, 
as in the worshipful company of glovers, you know, the worshipful mayor of London, comes from about the 13th, 14th century. Uh, so that's worth it, worship, the condition of being worthy, of having value. Uh, and then I looked up um, a door, uh, which I think I'm right in saying, let me just double check, um, comes from uh, ad orare, or ador, let me just check. Uh, yep, late 14th century, aoran, to worship or pay divine honor to, from old French, aore, to adore or worship, from the Latin adorare, which is composed of two root, root verbs or words, the, the prefix ad, meaning to or towards, and orare, to speak formally to or pray. So that's where we get the idea of when you pray to somebody or something, you're adoring it, because you are praying or speaking to it in order to be granted some kind of de desire or wish. Um, and the meaning to honour very highly is, is attested as coming from the 1590s. And the, um, the additional meaning of to be very fond of uh, is a relatively, a relatively recent addition from about the 1880s. But originally adore meant to speak to or pray to, to ask formally in prayer, which, which is interesting. And then venerate. Um, so uh, this word comes from Latin, uh, veneratus, which is the past participle of venerari, to revere or worship, which in turn comes from the genitive form of Venus, as in Venus. Uh, the genitive form is veneris, and that, you know, you can hear the root of the, 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 the word venerate. And Venus means beauty, love, or desire. So you can see again, uh, you know, we, we venerate, we respect something that we love and we find beautiful. And then even further back in time, we go back to the Proto-Indo-European root, Ven, W-E-N, which means to desire or strive for. And that's where we get things like, um, it's to do with sexual pleasure as well. So that's where we get words like venereal, as in venereal disease. Uh, venery, which is an old word for hunting. Uh, I guess if you know, you're know you pursuing in the same way as you might pursue uh, uh, the object of your affection, as in a person you pursue a stag or a deer or you know, a quarry. Uh, venial, um, which I think means mercenary. You know, you're in love with money. Venom comes from that as well. Uh, winsome, somebody who's attractive. Uh, and wish uh, comes from uh, ven as well. It's something that we desire, we wish for something. So that, that's all related. So, so there's some musings. I hope they're uh, of some interest. Um, Spurred and stimulated and inspired by a stunning afternoon yesterday at Stonehenge. Thanks very much for listening. I hope that was interesting and I'll see you for episode 148. I'll see you then. Bye now.